if you've got separation anxiety, a lot of dogs will be given up for that because they're, you know, destroying the house or pottying in the house and such like that. But guess what, folks? You created it. You didn't have it before, but you took that kennel away because you were the home all the time. So we've got to start reiterating and rebuilding that. And also, too, when you leave, always, always leave a radio or a TV on. Just to, because the house is never quiet when you're when you're home, and then they can hear outside noise and maybe dwell on things and maybe make issues out of it. So I'm noise polluted. I've got a, a radio going in the school, a radio going in the barn, a radio going in the house, TV going on in the house. You know, you can't go anywhere without something. And with it's very rare. The only time you hear nothing is when the power goes out. <laughs> That's about it. So anyway, so it's really really important. And so we'll talk more about reacclimating your dog to the kennel. But in the meantime, if you got a ho- if you got a question, give a holler. Lines are open now, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Also a reminder, that cat video virtual is uh, 8 p.m. on August 20th. 8 p.m. August 20th. Now they're not taking any more submissions for it. And some lucky winner is going to win $1,000 for their entry. So that'll be interesting to see who does that. So that's August, mark your calendars, August 20th, 8 p.m. And that's, that's a Thursday. And then you'll be able to watch a cat video uh, the whole weekend, the way I understand it. So it should be fun. And yes, Lord knows our cats get themselves in predicaments, more so than dogs. Dogs do funny things, but for some reason, I don't know what it is with cats, but they sure do do goofy things. It's It's fun. So anyway, 651-641-1071. Let's see, where's that? I forgot. Okay, where am I at? Okay. One thing that gets your dog all keyed up about with you leaving, what happens is that you do the exact same thing. We are creatures of habit. And so the dog learns that like when you your routine and then starts amping up because you are getting ready to leave. So what you want to do is you want to start, you want to kind of make a list of the activities that you do before leaving the home that signals your dog um, that your departure is coming <laughs> and might start triggering his anxiety. And then, uh, which as the time draws near, you know, you're collecting your keys, your purse, your whatever, then uh, perf- perform this activity sequence at times when you aren't leaving the house to disassociate the activities with your impending departure. So that's why just, re- you know, grab the keys, grab that, you know, they say, you know, the best thing too with the, with the kennel is that you put your dog in the kennel like 10, 15 minutes before you're ready to leave and then give him maybe a Kong with a little bit of yogurt in it or a couple of green peas, green beans, things like that, something. Don't stuff it with peanut butter, folks. All right. You could put a half a teaspoon of peanut butter and that's about it. Otherwise, you're going to have a very fat dog very quickly with all the calories that's in peanut butter. That's why plain yogurt or Greek yogurt, you know, with a couple of broccoli sprigs, a cauliflower sprigs, whatever will be a uh, good so give him that and then uh you know 10 minutes before you're ready to go put him in the kennel give him his toy and then give him hugs and kisses and tell him the the speech mommy loves you and i'll see you in about 10 hours no <laughs> in about uh five six hours or whatever and then when you're ready to leave the house just pick up your keys your purse just say catch you later and out the door you go so don't just like grab the keys grab the purse throw the dog in the kennel give him the speech and then out the door boom there goes the door. So what you got to do is be mindful on this. Start practicing your leaving now, but then don't leave. So then the dog doesn't amp himself up. You know, also too, don't let your dog amp themselves up. Like if, if somebody knocks at the door, don't say, oh, is that mommy? 
Is that daddy? Oh, let's go see. Do not rev your dog up for the door. That creates separation anxiety too. And there should be nothing that happens at the door ever. No greeting of the dog, looking at the dog, touching the dog. That happens when you come into the house, further into the house. So that your comings and goings are nothing. And so the dog doesn't get themselves all wound up. But also the person that's at home, like if let's say the garage door goes up and then the mom or whatever will say, oh, daddy's home. Let's go see if daddy's home. And don't be doing that because all that does is rev up. And some personalities can deal with it better than others. But the bigger thing is just plain don't do it because otherwise you're going to get some forms of separation, anxiety, and just over anxiousness. And then you're, and that's really tough. Once it starts, it's really really hard so you, you got to be mindful here folks we got to think like a dog and uh, so that you understand things that don't create a reinforce the wrong behavior and then all of a sudden you're calling me you know what what's in do i put my dog on prozac i got a couple calls this week whereas they wanted to put their dogs on drugs and i'm like people please don't do that the dogs aren't meant to be drugged up all right so let's look at what the problem is and then what we're going to do is like how can we you know figure this out so that it all will be better for it because there's a lot of Bach flowers there's a lot of remedies they can help it plus just plain training can help out immensely okay so we're going to take your calls give a house 651-641-1071 okay uh true or false do ants sleep do ants sleep true or false we'll be back hello for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Always, always, always. Just a reminder, if you send an email to mytalk1071.com, uh, you know, through my show page, that goes to my house. It doesn't come to the station. So you need to call in the question or I'll answer the question when I get home, okay? I'll email it to you. All right? All right. True or false? Do ants sleep? Um, I'm going to say that is false. True? True. True. I'm gonna say it's true, actually. Okay. Do tr- do ants sleep? Yes. Yes. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Ah, oh, dang it. Go with my gut. <laughs> ants never sleep, and this we had this a while back, and I just wanted to bring it up because I still don't believe it. they also don't have lungs. So yeah, that's my exact. So how are they? I how don't are they get living? it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get how they. Yeah. So I don't know. But ants never sleep. No wonder. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's weird. I know it. I know they should. It. They should take a break. Yeah, <laughs> take a break from building. There we, we all need. My sidewalk had a whole bunch of ants on it. Yeah, and now all of a sudden I don't have very many ants, so I don't know what the heck happened. Maybe the rain know, scared Ad- it. No, no. This is before we got any oh, rain. Okay. And and uh, uh, Adeline, my one cat. Yes. Uh, she loves to sit and just watch them. Oh. And it's just like really. And then I would occasionally a paw would come down like, hey. I touched you. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just <laughs> Did you feel that? <laughs> Did you feel that? Okay. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up? Okay. We're going to talk to Janice. And Janice has a question about a dog that um, ate some mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. Yay. They're, they're out there with places that are wet, you know. So, <laughs> hey, Janice, how you doing? Very good. Thank you. Good. Let me turn my radio down and I can uh, we your We'll do better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because otherwise, I hear myself and it scares me. <laughs> and, and I listen to you every week. Oh well, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that greatly. It's been 18 years. In fact, last week, I forgot, was my anniversary, whereas I've been here 18 years. The station started yeah. in June, and I started the first Saturday in August. So so thank you for hanging in there. I greatly wow. appreciate it. So what kind of dog? What kind of dog? 
Uh, I have a boxer. He's going to be five next week. Okay. And he's 85 pounds. And I had no knowledge of this. And I just would like to hear your opinion. And I I had a very traumatic night the other night. Um, he seemed to be, I, I put the morale mushroom gravy on top of some of his kibble. And I usually feed raw. Okay. But, good, good. Um, uh, you know, the, the I prefer raw, but mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening in the world. So yeah, I, really, yeah, I little get it. kibble and a little Darwin. So yep. I'm big into that. Oh, good. And and it it so you know I know about raw. But anyway, I was throwing to make my Darwin's go a little further because of the virus. Right, you know, my right. shipment was getting a little bit late. So yeah. it's what I did to stretch the dollar somewhat. And um, I, I put the uh, morel mushrooms, and I did get home my vet, and she did tell me, no, not even, not even from the store. Well, I didn't know this. Okay. And so, you know, he got really lethargic, no distended su- stomach, no foaming from the mouth. Good. But, you know, so uh, the 24-7 line yep. I called, too, because I was up all night watching my pooch. <laughs> not Jeez. actually normal. Okay, yeah, yeah. He usually follows me to bed at night. Every, uh-huh. I'm not to bed, to my bathroom at night just okay. to make sure I'm okay. okay. And, you know, <laughs> it's what he does. Uh-huh. And so he wasn't doing that. I thought, oh boy, what? Oh boy, oh boy. So that's when I went on my cell phone. I thought, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's what I did. That's what I did. Huh. My, now how, much, my, like, how much did you give him? Um, probably a fourth of a cup per day. Okay, for, so how long? What do you mean per day? Uh, only per day, probably only for three days. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because, um, the, you know, the mushroom world, because I hate mushrooms. I mean, I, the, my thoughts on mushrooms is, is nobody just picks a mushroom and eats it. They saute it in butter, or it becomes, a, 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 you know, like the meat but attains the taste of whatever you're frying in it. So I never understood. And the things that grow in the dark, I'm scared of. And well, you know, that's, I'm a morel mushrooms. For, I'm 71. I've been hunting for 55 years. Oh, my. So, wow. That's so under- I know the difference between the good ones and, and the bad, bad ones. Bad. Yeah. And so that's why, like I say, dogs and mushrooms, you know, uh, we're lucky that we uh, I know our place, we don't have mushrooms except for like if a tree goes down and then later, you know, how they come up through the grass because the roots are, are, uh, are whatever you call it, you know, um, yeah. they're, they're rotting. And so that the mushrooms will grow off of that. But anyway, yeah. otherwise, no, let's say I'm not in the mushrooms world. So that'd be very interesting to do is to figure out what, you know, if any, because I know there's a lot of, I don't know if it's called shrooms. Mushrooms yeah, are yeah, very shrooms. good medicinal. Um, morale shrooms. Yeah, 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 because there's, but this is a company that's called Shrooms that has medicinal mushrooms for cat and dog health. All right. And so oh. now I haven't looked into like what I know they have like maybe five, six different types of mushrooms in their, in their blend. So what is acceptable because they do have very good medicinal purposes, you know, in pets and I guess in humans too. And so that's, but I have not looked into it just because like I said, I just have a hard time with mushrooms and it's just kind of like, well, I'm just not going to look into it. (laughs) So that's what I would do is I would, you know, Google it. Um, and find out or go to the uh, see if the pet poison hotline or, you know, pet if, they, if that's on the list, mushrooms are on the list. And if so, okay. what mushrooms are in it? You know, the pet poison hotline, they've got to have a they have a uh, website. Oh, yeah, 
I, I've been doing that, and, you know, it came up this way. I mean, I know about the charcoal at Walmart. I didn't have any that night. Okay. The charcoal to induce, induce vomiting. I'd like to know your opinion on this. But as I read the web further, um, God, what did they say? Um, let me look at my paper here. I can't say the word. Hydrogen peroxide will do the same thing. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I, every time that I've had to, you know, get my dogs to throw up, I just use peroxide. You just you put it in a syringe and just shoot right. it down. And then, but what people forget is that you're making the dog throw up. Make sure he's uh-huh. not on your carpet. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like people, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to be doing that, get it outside. So in case something dumb does come up, because yep. usually yeah, it takes two, sometimes it takes two times of giving it to them and before it will, they'll start ralphing. But, uh, and if it, if it takes three and nothing happens, then, um, you can use Icapac. I think that's what it is in, in a human world, you know, Icapac to make them, you know, throw up too. So, right. but, uh, yeah. Otherwise, you just give them more of the peroxide. It's just three percent hydrogen peroxide is what will work. And I think it's uh, one uh, one teaspoon for every five pounds. I no, I don't think so. One teaspoon for every five. No, I think that's a little bit too much. I want to oh. say it's a tablespoon for maybe um, every twenty pounds. I can't remember. I have to look that up. I used to know that. Yeah. Now I haven't done it in a I, long time, and now I can't pull it off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that. But, but I just want to make people aware, and um, I, I didn't do that, and uh-huh. I, the twenty four seven line helped me tremendously because I was going crazy that night. Oh yeah, I, I, you can imagine. And, and you know, watching him, watching him, and they right. said no frothing, no distended stomach. Good. You know, and so you know, I just kept just hoping for the best, and I didn't end up taking him to my bathroom. I have a very excellent bathroom, oh. but um. You know, I, I he seemed a little, quite a bit better by morning. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, so, dogs. You know, dogs. You know, uh, eat stuff too that makes themselves. We just aren't the recipient. I mean, of you know what I mean. It's not just us that gives them; they get themselves into predicaments too. So that was good that you kept an eye on them, paid attention, and that. And yeah, good heads up. And that's I'm gonna I'm writing that down as we speak, or as I'm gonna look into that mushroom thing and see if I could find a list because I know there are some mushrooms that they, like I said, they use, you know, for to help the health of uh, pets. And then there's and what is I would assume I would now in my head I would have thought because morels are good for us. That they'd be okay yeah. for dogs. That would be my, yeah. my, my, you know. They're considered uh, meat. I mean, protein, yeah. but you're it, right. No taste. I mean, yeah. you're mixing them with butter and uh, yep. with all the other sins of the world. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so my yeah. head, I would have thought that, yeah, it would have been just fine. And so that's what, but I'm impressed that you want to share your morales with, because uh, what I understand, yeah, yeah. they're gold. <laughs> yeah, no lie, you buy them dehydrated in the store and yeah. you better be rich. Oh, no yeah. kidding. That's why I'm, I'm impressed that you're sharing it with your fur kid. That's fantastic. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm going to look into that, look at and see if we could find a list of, you know, pro, you know, do or yes, mushrooms, no mushrooms, and just kind of go from there. Because that's really interesting. I wouldn't have not a thought of that okay i really appreciate your opinion oh Very yeah good. no problem well thank you for listening i greatly appreciate right. you being a great listener you have a great right. day you too bye bye yeah uh, mushrooms i never would have thought of that because like i said since i don't like mushrooms totally off yeah. my radar <laughs> so you're like oh it doesn't exist <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. yeah no they don't and so that's why like i say i i but i would have saw uh, myself because they, humans can eat them that why dogs would not be able to. Right. Unless it was just 
Because I know when you use it for medicinal purposes, the ones that they got like shrooms, yeah, yeah, cola has yeah. A, a mushroom mix, yeah, that you don't Medici- give them very yeah. much. All right. Whereas maybe the the question here wasn't just the mushroom; it was the quantity, exactly. how much yeah. she gave him, right. that his system went wackadoodle. Right. Okay. And so, but like I said, I, my girlfriend down the street did they pick morels? I mean, that's like you know. I got morels. I got morels, and I'm like, big deal. You're like, yay! But and so for her to share them, I'm just I'm impressed as mm-hmm. heck. <laughs> what we'd share with our pets, you know? exactly. That is pretty cool. I that mean, really is. they're special. Oh, they're special. That's why we share. Yes, we do. Also, we learned that in kindergarten, so that's why we share too. <laughs> well, yeah. How to share? <laughs> there you go. The sharing is very good. Kindness and sharing. Sharing is caring. Apparently. Sharing is caring. Caring is sharing. Sure. They're both. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what do we got? For- um, let's, I mean, we, can you discuss um, the harmful ingredient in peanut butter? We had a caller that wanted you to go a little more in depth about that. Okay. Well, it's, it's xylitol. The, well, the big thing is, is that they're coming out with, you know, uh, uh, unsw- or no, what do you want to call it? Uh, for diabetics. Because peanut butter has a lot of. A, a lot of sugar and xylitol is a huge toxin to dogs it can really kill them and so that's why you got to read the label but too much peter peanut butter is too a lot of fat and so it goes through the ribs real quick okay that's about the main thing how many times is a cow poop a day how many times is a cow poop a day we'll be back hopefully you're doing a little tech dance with that excellent excellent all right let's see okay on the average Okay, you're familiar with cow poop, correct? Cow pies? I I mean, yes, I know of them. All right. How many times do you think a cow poops a day? A day. A oh, day. gosh. On I the average. Like... I'd like to know who was doing the study. Um, <laughs> this, how many times? How many times per day? Per day. Uh, on chair going, whoop, there's one. Whoop, there's I two. I feel like it's going to be oddly abnormal. So I want to go like 25. Ah, well, at least you went up and not down. But no, uh, it is 16 times a day oh, wow. of cow poops. Wow. Isn't that interesting to know? On the average, that 16 is, times. That is something. Isn't that though? I yeah. Think so. I thought that was something. something That's a lot of all... time in the restroom. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, we got a we got a skid steer that cleans all that up. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. There we go. All right. Hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up? Okay, we're going to go to Beth. And Beth has a question about her three-month-old puppy who... Will be taken for a walk early in the morning by her husband, uh-huh. but then it will come back in and instantly whine for her. Okay. She'll explain probably right. a little bit more. Okay, hi Beth, how you doing? Hi, great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for calling. What kind of pupper do you got? So it's a petite golden doodle. Okay, and it's our first. Uh, it's our first dog, and I live with my husband and my two sons. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, I think, has quickly kind of identified me as the leader of the pack. Um, I mean, I do most of the training with her, um, but everybody helps in their way. But I guess I probably do the most. But we have a pretty good routine going, which involves my husband getting up with her from the crate. She's really good in her crate, loves her crate. Um, uh, But when he returns home from the walk, and I'm usually ready to get up anyway, but he'd go to the deck to have his coffee with her and kind of play. But he just scratches at the 
glass window just to try to get to me back to my bedroom uh-huh. where she knows I am either getting kind of going for the day or even still in bed or whatever. But you know, my husband's frustrated because he doesn't know why she's not satisfied with just hanging out with him until I get up. <laughs> oh, his feelings are hurt. Okay, now I got a question. I got a question. Okay, now if he opens a door and lets her in, where does she go? She runs to my bedroom. Oh, she does. You know, she's on a mission. That'll be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Would it used I... to be that we had a gate there, and we took away the gate and just had the doors shut, um, but she'll run to me for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how old is she now? About 14 weeks, 14 I guess. Weeks. Okay. Okay. So now when, she, when she gets 16 weeks and better, they start becoming more independent. Right now, they're still kind of your, your shadow. You know, wherever you go, they're kind of right behind. And then as they start becoming more independent, it's kind of like you turn around, it's like, where'd the dog go? And he's two houses down. All right. And so yeah. that, that will help out a lot with this. What I would suggest that if he's outside or even if he's inside, hook her on a leash. Okay. And just because unknowingly, uh, a, a routine could have been started here. Like he brought her in and then brought her right back, to, you know, back up to you. Now, does she stay in a, a kennel in your room or what? No, the kennel's in the living room. Okay. Um, so it's in kind of a place that we hang out a lot. Right. Uh, okay. You know, I, okay, so I, I would I like wake I said, me I, up or get going. Or, okay. See, what I would do is that I would have, you know, when he takes her for a walk, keep the leash on, all right, and Mm -hmm. then, like, sit down at the table and just kind of sit on the bulk of the leash so she can't go anywhere and she can't get to the door, okay, to start scratching on it to be obnoxious, all right? Right. Because she's already learned that if I I scratch on the door, the door is going to open and I get what I want, all right? So what we want to do is break that sequence. And so that's why if she starts, you know, to whine, when you know he's sitting drinking his coffee in the deck or whatever, and he's in the yep. the pups on a leash, and, she, and then ah 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 ah, quiet. Whatever your quiet word's gonna be, you, you just don't say no. Remember, most pups are no to death. Okay. Every other word is no, 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 and pretty soon it goes yep. in one ear and out the other. So give her, give the a pupper a growl and go ah, quiet or hey, enough. As soon as the pup oh, quiet, okay. just go thank you, very nice, thank you. And you can give a little tickle in the chest when you say thank you. Don't pick the pup on top of the head because that gets them all bubbly, heady, you know, jumpy and such like that. And so the, the thing is, is that if she, what you're looking for here is that she starts settling down quicker and easier. You know, don't tell him not to give up. Tell him that, the, you know, this is a game he's got to win where she learns that to just sit and hang out. And then when he comes in the house, I would keep her on the leash so she doesn't immediately run up to you. We've got to break the sequence. She's created a sequence, that, you know, and we don't, we want to break that. Because she's not, you know, it's, it's uh, in her it's it's not anything catastrophic that she's doing wrong, but the problem is is that there's a sequence being set up here, and we want to just have her learn to just kind of hang out, and then you know, like whoever she's with, and it's not on a mission to try to get to you. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. And you think, and over time that might help. Oh yeah, no, it's going to help. It's definitely because when she gets to be about, you know, 16 weeks to 18 weeks and they start becoming more independent. And so then they're a little bit more, like I said earlier, she's kind of your shadow. If she spends more time with you and such like that. So now eventually she's going to start paying more attention to her surroundings and such like that. That's what a being independent is, is that they check in on you, but they're also being nosy and checking other things. And that's the biggest thing right now that I'm finding with a lot of the pups is that the people aren't getting them out into the world. They don't have to meet other people and other dogs. That's not what I'm looking for here. What I'm looking for when I say out in the world is they get used to the sound of cars, traffic, hub, uh, a horn, uh, you know, just to go to a field and let the dog just sniff, 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 sniff. So he gets used to all kinds of smell, 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 smells. That's input, input, input is what it is. But if you're not put, doing much with the dog's noggin, you know, and helping them, you know, know become independent and to be, to be uh have uh confidence is what you're building here we want to build the confidence and that's through doing things uh, something as simple as jumping in and out of a plastic kiddie pool with no water in it and then eventually put water in it something is jumping in and out of an inner tube or um just look around have them go underneath a chair and then put two chairs together and he's got to go underneath that and then three chairs and he's got to go underneath that throw a sheet over it and now he's he got kind of made a little bit of a tunnel you know so all this okay. kind of stuff is stuff that makes the dog be braver more confidence uh, and then just a better all around and then got hit, the dog has other things to think about other than okay where's my mom <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's why okay. also by like getting a, a trick book and you know, the, I'm always telling everybody, you know, the big book of tricks for the best dog ever. Uh, you can and have everybody in the household pick out a trick. And so now you're sitting and um, having the dog focus on you while you teach him something. And that's very important. And, you know, whether you pick you pick out something and then have the other half pick out something and, and don't wait for, uh, unfortunately, too many people are when they're teaching tricks, they are very redundant with the same trick for about two months before they introduce a new one. No. What you want is when the dog gets the gist of one trick, now it's just kind of polishing it up a little bit. Now introduce another trick. And so then before you know it, now you're growing the the, the brain, making them focus, make them hold a, hold a thought, multitask. And it's all part of growing up is what it is. All right? Because that's why I'm so worried about puppies right now. And that's why I'm concentrating my, you know, my... Uh, my classes on. I'm not, I'm not doing beginner one for a while because I, I want these puppies to get and the owners of the puppies to understand you have a window of time here from you know 10 weeks, 12 weeks to five months. And what you do in this time and what you introduce is huge. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so that's why input, input, input. And then like if your husband said, just take her for a walk, you know, inputs, teaches her a trick while he's out on the deck or while he's in the, you know, the living room with having his morning coffee. Work on something where she has a reason to go to him instead of just uh because when she goes to you she gets input right oh and how's my girl today how are you doing today you know she gets input right and so that's yep. why what we got to do is we got to get her to look to for everybody to you know where hey how you doing what are you up to such things like that okay okay does that make sense great yeah that's really helpful okay so yeah input 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 yeah noises smells Take a lawn chair and sit. If you if you live by a road, now don't sit. You know, like on the road, but <laughs> so yep, she just watches. So we just watch as the car cars go by or people walk by in the on the sidewalk, and they don't have to come up and feed, you know. Every time she sees somebody, and they'll want to because you know they want. Oh, can I pet your puppy? Not today. We're training, so the pup learns that. 
every time he sees a person or another dog, that that, that person and that dog doesn't get always in there to their face and space. Because meeting okay. new people and dogs are hard. You know, about if you have a network, you know, of family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, that, you know, if they have dogs or kids, or, you know, just start acclimating to a lot of this different stuff. Just, you know, baby steps is what you want. Uh, if you have if uh, you have nieces, nephews, you know, and kids, you have the kids, you know, have the dog, the, uh, like one or two kids come and just sit on the lawn or in the room so the pup can just say hi and such like that. But you keep them on a leash so in case, you know, the pup starts saying, hey, playmate, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you can, you know, ah, 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 we got to be nice, be nice. So it's always about input. And so it will come together. But right now, like I say, have him keep her on a leash so she can't come in the house and go directly to you. She's got to kind of hang around him. But he's got to be worth hanging around, too. Get Have him yeah, teach her something. True. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. What, okay. Give that a shot and see how it goes. All right? Great. Okay. Thank you for your help. You bet, kiddo. Good luck. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's my, my puppy classes. I'm just kind of like, oh, man. Because uh, you people, you don't realize how... The pups that I'm seeing, um, like I say, they're just a little bit more on the nervous side instead of the happy, happy, jovial side because they've just been so confined to their own house and their yard and not much, you know, walks where there's stuff going on. Right. And so it's really important, folks, I can't, I can't stress enough, the smells, the sounds, you know, that you don't want a spooky dog that's, what was that? What was this? You know, be noisy in your house. Uh, there's just, you just got to introduce them to as much as possible. You know, going in and out of that kiddie pool, like I said, the word's going to be in and then out and have them jump in the bathtub and out of the bathtub. So in case you got to ever give them a bath, they, they, they know how to jump in and jump right. out. You know, unless you got a chihuahua, you might have to yeah. help them. You know? <laughs> Climb the ladder. There you go. Okay. But. <laughs> But yeah, the, the, and uh, like I said, I can't emphasize enough about get him to walk on a leash nice and then, you know, set the rules, follow through and just start becoming an ah-er, a er a both-er. Right. Instead of no, 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 ah, bad dog or hey, shame on you. And teach them words. What walking word? Is it going to be heel or walk? Is it going to be uh, when they jump up? Is it off or is it down? Uh, you know what I mean? So you got to give them words and, and teach them what the words mean. Remember, dogs learn by trial and error. And so the, the more input the 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 better everything it's just I, I just can't tell you enough folks it's it's i'm just so worried about what the in a year's time what these dogs are going to uh you know these pups are going to be like okay what's the easiest way to escape the grip of a crocodile uh, should we find one in minnesota <laughs> we'll be back all right hi 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 thanks for listening and greatly appreciate it all right oh i forgot the question what was my question I don't know. Oh, the alligator. Okay, you're being attacked by an alligator. How, okay. How can you g- get yourself free? Um, Aren't you supposed to, like, hit it on the nose or something? No, you're close. You're supposed to. Poke it in the eye. Yes. Really? Put your thumbs in the eyes or poke them oh, in the eyes and the, yeah, the alligator okay. will release you. I guess that so makes sense. But what happens if you have short arms and the alligator's got... Because don't they have kind of like a long... They have a longer... Yeah, but the eyes are real kind of close together. You know what I mean? They're like right there. But if they got they you, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you just? I like my arms are not very. Yeah. <laughs> you say go go gadget arm. Oh, Is that you what go. you do? Go go gadget. Oh, there Hopefully you go. that works. There I don't you. know if it works. No, oh, go go gadget arm. I've heard that <laughs> in a long time. Go go gadget. That's well, uh, whatever you call my grandson, uh, Derek. He used to like that. Yeah. 
Go, go, Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Okay, well, I'm going to talk potty training here. Somebody called in about potty training. There's calls coming in. Let's take them. All right. Uh, Potty training, folks. Now, a lot of people are getting puppies because uh, rescue dogs are hard to find because everybody's adopting them. And this scares me because I'm hoping that once people start opening up, they didn't have a dog time for a dog before. And so why would they have time once they get back to regular work? I don't know. Hopefully it'll all work out. That's what I'm hoping for. But anyway, potty training. The big thing about potty training, folks, is that number one. Now, my Ethel's three pounds. And people told me, well, why aren't you teaching her to go in a litter box or go in potty pads? The problem with potty pads, folks, is that the dogs, you know, the, it gives them a license to go potty in the house. And I want them to, and, you know, well, I want them to get the potty goes outside. But anyway, so what you want to do is you want to teach them that potty goes outside. So you're going to take them now well, let's do the first morning potty out. The first thing in the morning, then you always get a piddle and a doo doo. All right. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take them out on a 15 foot line or a 20 foot line. Go to the uh, the potty. Uh, potty spot. Now make sure this is Minnesota. Make sure your potty spot is conducive to all four seasons. You don't want to have a potty spot that's in the back 40 and now you got to go through the winter. You have to go through 10, 10, 5, 10 foot drifts to get to the potty spot. So pick something that's out of the air, you know, out of the way, but easy to get to. And then you're going to use that 15 foot line or 20 foot line. And then you're going to bring the pup there or the dog there. And whether it's a puppy or a dog, it all is the same. You go to the potty spot, stand still. All right. And then what you're going to do, like in a chant, you're going to go, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy, go potty. Okay. When the pup goes potty or the dog goes potty, just very calmly go, good potty. Thank you. Good potty. Now, this is the key here, folks. Maximum time outside is two minutes. That is it. Otherwise, you create a putzer, a dog that goes out there and has got to sniff this and sniff that. And now all of a sudden what happens is that when winter comes and it is cold, your dog has learned to be a putzer instead of hurry upper. So now you're standing there freezing your butt off, you know, by the door or out with them. And so it's like, so teach them to be a hurry upper. So now it's first thing in the morning. Go potty, go potty. We got the piddle. Okay, two minutes is up. We haven't got the doo-doo. So we come back in the house. Wait a minute or two. Keep them on the leash. Take them back out. Try it again. Go potty. Go potty. Now, let's say you get the doo-doo. Great. All right. Now, bring them in and feed them. Or let's say if they did not get the doo-doo, you bring them back in, put them in the kennel, feed them in this kennel. You always want to feed your dogs in the kennel because now uh, it makes their kennel a happier place because they sleep and eat in there. And they're more, you know, they morally want to go in there. Okay. So then you're going to now feed the pup or the dog, whichever you got. And then now 10 minutes or so after you get done eating, you'll keep them in the pot and keep them in the kennel. Then take them back out on the long line to the potty spot and then tell them what you want again. Go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And then when he goes, good potty. Ten to one, you will get the doo-doo that time because it's normal that when something goes in the front door, something comes out the back door. Okay, now the big issue is bells. People want to teach your dogs to ring bells. My problem with that is... Okay, the dog learns that if he dings the bell, the door opens and he gets to go outside. All right, he just came in, he got his doo-doo done, he got it piddled done, and then he goes back and rings the bell. Well, you're thinking, well, maybe he's got, okay, we'll go back outside. Well, let's say he's being obnoxious with the bell, so you pick the bells off and put them aside so he can't ding them, and you forget to put them back, and now the dog does have to go, and where are the bells? And so that's why I'd rather have you just get used to looking at the clock. Puppies, if you take them out too often, and like, you know, puppies that are, you know, four under four months or whatever, 
what happens is that their bladder doesn't learn control. You, you got to toughen up that bladder. And so that's why don't take them out too often to go potty. All right. And then uh, as far as being free in the house after they go potty, that's up to yourself, maybe about a half hour, an hour, but then put them back in his kennel or their fenced in area because after that, anything can happen. And so you want to control so that they don't. Now, if they do have an accident, then you clean it up with anti-icky poo. The best stuff on the market because it has a natural enzyme that changes it changes the chemical compound of urine. So that's huge. All right. So that's what you want to do is you want to teach them what potty is called. Now, I never use treats because I find out what happens is that the dog runs out, splashes, races back for the treat. I come back in and in about two seconds, I've got another potty spot in my house because they don't they don't release it all. They just take the top of it off. So I've never, ever used treats with potty training. Basically, just me being being out there with the dog and saying the go potty, go potty. And then when they do go, go, good potty. Very nice. Good potty. Remember, don't say good girl or good boy. That gets them all up in the recess mode. Remember, think of your dog, you know, the pup, dog, either one you have, that every time they learn something, they got dots connect in their head horizontally. And every time you say good girl or good boy, that's like saying recess. You don't have to think. And, the, and those training or the learning dots splay through the whole brain. And so now the dog is jumpy, jumpy, I'm a good boy, yay, recess, recess. Okay, now the brain's got to settle back down and reconnect the learning dots, so training goes a little bit slower. So that's why you always just get in the habit of saying, thanking your dog. Oh, thank you, very nice. Oh, very nice, thank you. Just stay calm and steady, especially with puppies, because their attention span is next to, like a, like a gnat, <laughs> All right? All They're right. like kindergartners. Yes, they are. Yes, uh, you they know are. what's funny is that, so I've been, so my nieces, who are 15 months, now mm-hmm. i say i treat them like you tell people to treat their puppies yeah <laughs> so i'm like i'll like one of them will be walking away and i'm like oh nope breeze come this way yeah she'll turn around and i go oh thank you so much there you go thank you <laughs> i'm you like bet. thank you very nice but there is you know what kids and dogs read the exact same book and the thing is the exact yeah. same thing if you say ah to a kid, they're gonna stop dead. Even an adult, exactly. they're gonna stop dead in their track and right. look at you like problem. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Can so I that's why you? <laughs> you got you want to use what mom already taught them, and that's if you listen to the growl, the correction doesn't come. Right. All right. Whether it's a verbal correction, a blast in the face, a shake can, whatever type thing. So uh, that that's that's huge, is what it is. So okay, what are we, where are we at? Um, we only have a few few seconds here until we gotta wrap it up. Oh, a few seconds. Yeah. So oh, if you want. But the, so the main thing with body training, and then uh, don't give the dog total freedom in the house. Usually the re- rule of thumb is that um, when you first start the tra- potty training process, two weeks the dog is on a leash with you in the house or he's in his kennel or playpen area. The third week you let him drag the, the leash, and, but they have to stay in the same room as you. And then the fourth week, depending on how the first three weeks went, that he seemed like, boy, we're on track and we're doing good, take the leash off and start giving him freedom. And then what happens if they uh, have an accident, then you start at square one again. Go back to, you know, whereas Mm -hmm. he's on a leash, hooked to you, and so you've got control of the total thing. So So I have a question about, so when you're um, using the kennel and potty training and all that fun jazz, what happens, like, how do you, um, I guess, train the dog not to go in their kennel? 
Well, you don't train them. That becomes okay. it becomes part of. That's why if you feed them, it, most dogs don't want a potty where they eat right. and sleep. Okay, and so then they learn to hold it. You know, so they don't soil in their kennel. Got it. And that that's three quarters of the battle right there. If you if they were potted in their kennel and now they're not, wow, they're starting to think now a little bit more. Right, and they're learning that it goes outside. So Got that, it. That's a good one. All right, okay, folks. Sit tight. We're going to be back. Sunday dinner is pot roast. We vacationed on the coast. What do you put in the toaster? We'll be right back.